The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. This was some really interesting uh, news out of the University of Alberta where neuroscientists have identified different factors for maintaining healthy memory and for avoiding memory decline in those over the age of 55. Now, they're saying that the results have implications for the prevention of Alzheimer's disease uh, through targeted early intervention efforts. Joining us with more is Dr. Peggy McFall, a research associate with the Department of Psychology at the U of A. Dr. McFall, thanks for joining us. Good morning. Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. Um, so maybe we can start with just a little bit. Um, going to pick your brain on a couple of things here. Um, when, can, when does memory decline start to happen? Is there kind of a, a timeline, a, an age range where that happens? Well, I tell you, there's... Um if you look at a thousand people yeah. and you look at the average line of those people, somewhere around maybe 72 to 75, you start to see memory dropping more rapidly. Hmm. But before that, it kind of it kind of just is pretty, it, it drops slowly, sort of. But individually, <laughs> people between the ages of 55 and 95, some people don't lose memory at all no and some people are more rapidly declining okay most people are sort of in a normal range just dropping a little bit all the time but there are those exceptional people and uh, more decline they're more rapidly declining yeah you know there's some folks you know i've interviewed uh, people over the years uh, well into their 90s 100 that can remember everything and then sometimes you know i'm like i'm 48 and i can't remember what i did yesterday and i know there is a difference between like the short term and long term but still it's uh, it's it's amazing and frustrating sometimes uh, all at the same time so why did you do this study like what what was it that uh, triggered it for you that let's look at this well um as you know that our population in canada and and other developing countries is really getting quite a bit older and with that comes a um, higher prevalence of Alzheimer's disease and dementia. And so there's been a lot of money, a lot of um, money ex- um, invested and time invested in trying to find a cure for Alzheimer's disease. And there, in the last 10 years, there just hasn't been one. Mm-hmm. We haven't been able to find one. So the focus has started to, the money and the research hours is more focused on trying to find something that will help us prevent it or at least delay it. So we have a sample of about 1,000 people that we are healthy agers, so that means there's no evidence of dementia in them at all. And we wanted to see if we could distinguish groups of people within this group and see if there were things in our lifestyle and our health, (laughs) the things that we've done in our past life, to see if there was ways of distinguishing these people from each other. Interesting. So before we get to the results of this... is Alzheimer's and dementia the same thing? Yeah, well, dementia is uh, the overarching term, okay. and Alzheimer's is a type of dementia. That's right. It's the number one type of dementia. Yeah, okay, I just wasn't sure. Yeah, but thank you for, for explaining that. I appreciate that. So some of the things that you, you found um, included that uh, adults with healthy memory were more likely to be female. Why would that be? <laughs> Why would that be? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's interesting Um there's all kinds of theories and we don't really know um we're still looking into those things it could be something to do with estrogen or Mm. could be something to do with the way we carry fat it could be all (laughs) kinds of different things the way our brain um sort of female brains use energy even we don't really know it's it's 
something that we're starting to find. The other interesting thing is that more women actually end up developing. There's more prevalence of women with um, Alzheimer's disease hmm. than men. So this is um, memory for women also. Memory across the lifespan is better for women right up until very old age. We have men are, are men have lower levels of memory than women do. So that could be part of it. And with this as well, it was, uh, you know, the adults with healthy memory were more likely to be female, educated, engaged in more social activities, like hosting dinner parties, um, engaging in new cognitive activities. How important is that to keep your mind working and learning? And, you know, I see people playing all sorts of games and that sort of stuff. How important is that in all of this? It's, I think it's extremely important. Um, being, being active and um, challenging yourself in new ways, um, developing new pathways in your brain is basically what, what that kind of comes down to. So being engaged socially even does that. So I think that's very important. Um, yeah. Again, you know, some of this stuff was really, really interesting. Adults age 55 to 75, healthy memory was associated with lower heart rates, higher body mass index, more self-maintenance activities, and living companions. Mm -hmm. So, again, so all of this stuff, when you, you break it down, you can target it and then go, okay, well, these are the things that you need to do. Is this, uh, this is what I'm getting, that I think that this is where this is going, is that you can take all of these things and say, okay, to help make maybe offset memory loss or whatever it is, these are some of the things that you need to do. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, is that what we did with these, looking at people younger than 75 and over 75, we see that there are different things. So if you're over, if you're under 75 and you're starting to experience a little bit of memory mm -hmm. loss, these are the things you should do. And it targets specifically those younger people. And um, if you look at adults over 75 who are just beginning to study, um, experience memory decline, then maybe you should look at something like an exercise program hmm. or maybe engaging in more social activities. Yeah, that is really, really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, younger adults um, age 55 to 75 had higher heart rates and engaged in fewer self-maintenance activities. Adults, you know, you, all of these, when you break it all down in a nutshell, tell us, doctor, what we should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the, the overall thing is that you should continue, even, you know, when you retire and you're doing things, you shouldn't, you should believe that you can still do the things you always did. Okay. So if you were a person who had lots of parties and went to lots of lectures at the university or went to the symphony, you should still keep doing those things. But at the same time, do something new and exciting. Do something that you enjoy doing um, that's going to stimulate you a little bit and get your brain working. Get your brain lots working. Lots of physical activity, which we all know is good for everything. And just be friendly. Have lots of people in your life. Yeah, I was, was wondering about, you know, the physical side about this. When you talk about, uh, I think, a higher body mass index and, and, uh, and, and exercise and that sort of stuff. Does exercise impact memory? Yes. Hmm. I would say, I mean, I shouldn't say that so strongly because okay. we believe that it does. There's intervention studies that are showing that it can delay Alzheimer's disease for sure. Hmm. And memory is one of the things that is the first sort of um, 
thing that we notice. It's the first indicator of some sort of decline or dementia. Mm -hmm. And so we've seen that there are studies coming out that show positive results with exercise interventions. It's been uh, it's been fascinating. I've had a, a couple of friends whose um, parents have been uh, well. One of them, uh, their mom, recently lost uh, died by uh, died from Alzheimer's. Dad just diagnosed with it. But there was also a really interesting article or a documentary that was done by I think it was sixty minutes recently that that followed someone from the day that they were um, diagnosed with Alzheimer's all the way to the end and uh, the length of time and the decline. It was it was fascinating and heartbreaking. I mean, it's an awful disease. It's, it can be very impactful, yeah. It's, it's uh, insidious, there's nothing, nothing, once it starts that, you know, yeah, it's very sad disease. And it's especially hard, um, it's so hard for the person undergoing the, the uh-huh. disease, of course, but it's really, really super hard on the people around them. You know, watching it happen, I think sometimes that, you know, when you get to a certain point with your memory, you forget kind of that you're going through it. Uh-huh. You know? uh-huh. And it's, it's a blessing in some ways for that, the person experiencing it. But for the for the caregivers and the people around them and their families, it's very very difficult. Dr. McFall joining us uh, this afternoon from the University of Alberta, the Department of Psychology. If people want to find out more about uh, about your study, where can they find out more details? Uh, Put me on the spot. Well, um, I guess we have a website at the university. <laughs> Check it out or just go to globalnews.ca. There's a good story on there as as well. Uh, Dr. McFall, thank you for this. And I, I look forward to seeing, um, you know, where this goes. And I, and I hope uh, I hope that it um, I hope that it impacts in, in really good ways down the way. Yeah, me too. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Take care. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.